VHS playback. VHS playback. <laughs> so let, let's do the intro. So this is this is going to be another no holds barred episode from us, uh, your friends at uh, VHS playback. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Rob Cousinaw, and I'm Cordelia Grimm. Tom Bestie, uh, and I'm Josh Cousinaw. And a no holds barred episode is sometimes on this podcast we watch a movie and we talk through it, and sometimes we just get together and we talk about stuff. Uh, and that's what tonight's going to be. Uh, so I wanted to start by saying seconds before I set up the podcast, I was sitting in the house. I heard a loud, a loud bang and a bird had uh, smashed itself as hard as it could into the door wall <laughs> what? Uh, on my balcony, like full fucking tilt right into oh, it. Wow. Trying to get like to a my vulture? apartment. No, just a little bird. And he, oh, uh, huh. I, I think he briefly knocked himself unconscious. He was, uh, Stumbling around the porch for a while, like an old drunk, and then eventually he just kind of flew away, and it was super fucking weird. And I don't <laughs> think this ever happened to me before. Weird. You know, uh, can I say, door wall is not a term that I heard uh, for the first maybe like twenty five years of my life. What do you like, really? Uh, I I like that was not. I I just I used to say like sliding door or sliding glass door. That uh, makes sense. But. Uh, I got yeah. Door wall is a very common Michigan uh, uh, colloquialism, I guess. Uh, but but that was we didn't have one in our house. No. So uh, that's not, not using something... the term. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> well, well, what would the other term be for it? A pocket door or like a uh, hold on? What is that? A sliding door. Uh, Let's talk door? about pocket door. Yeah, I want to know yeah. more about this. Uh, Where did you pocket doors. Pocket doors are the type of doors are typically wooden, and they actually go into the wall. They they're, t- ah. they're typically they're typically an indoor uh, doorway that goes from one room to another, like a sliding okay. type one going in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a pocket. I like this. This is like oh, a I've home improvement show. This is like a home improvement show where all, <laughs> all four of the hosts don't know anything about home improvement. <laughs> well, none of us own a home. Uh, 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 two out of two out of four own a home. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, guess I do own I mean, a home, don't I? <laughs> yeah. Speaking yes, of which, yes, I've been do. house <laughs> hunting. I've been house hunting with my partner Satara a lot. Oh, wow. Well. Our real estate agent is the drummer of the Suicide Machines because that's the only is way that, that I right? could possibly house hunt. Ryan Vandenberg Malberg. He's fucking Very cool. awesome. Uh, is, started, he, is he normally a real estate agent or did you just uh, hire him for the task? I just tried to recruit people from bands that Cordelia was obsessed with in yeah. high school to try to sell me a house. Yeah, that's cool. I would, uh, you could maybe try White Zombie next. That'd be cool. Yeah, I was thinking that. Or like, I, I was thinking about maybe sw- swinging my way right through uh, all that, going right to Op Ivy, seeing if I could get. Oh, yeah, yeah. Op Ivy. Get an Op Ivy yeah. member to sell me a house. Um, oh, real big fish is good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, did you love real big fish? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was in band, of course. Um, Josh, once Josh, how did you describe Scott the other day? You said something awesome about Scott. Oh, it was a. Uh, it was from a tweet that I saw where it was. Um, this person said that Scott was described to them as the music ten-year-old hears in their head when they hear they're getting uh, another order of mozzarella sticks. That's super cool and accurate. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, I would uh, agree more with that. mozzarella sticks. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. I love Scott. I fucking love Scott. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a a massive Scott fan. So I like Scott a lot more now that I'm older than I did when I was younger. And I did like some Scott when I was younger, but I was like really particular about it. I think I spent a lot of time when I was younger 
defining my identity around the things I liked and not realizing that it's just okay to like some shit and like trying to like pigeonhole myself in a way to like make me cooler than I was or something. I think I wasted a lot of time being a real piece of shit about that. Rob, was it because you were trying to be too goth? Like you were too goth to be Scott. I feel like I was goth on accident and I was trying to escape (laughs) that in any way I possibly could. Oh, I still okay. say I still I still have goth thoughts all the time. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, we all. Like, I'll, be drive, I'll, be, yeah. I'll be driving my car, and when somebody cuts me off, I'll be like, "I wish I didn't exist." It's, I won't be like, "Fuck you" to that guy. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I, want gonna be a, a, I want to light a candle. That should definitely so be a bad. new. That should be definitely a new show. Uh, a show uh, experience. We entitle it "Goth Thoughts." You know? Goth oh, thoughts I like it. Cool. I think I, I have a goth thought today. I did yeah. have a goth thought today. So yeah. I learned recently through a friend of mine who's doing an art project that uh okay we're gonna get into it uh so you guys know that funerals before the funeral industry went went big they used to have all the funerals in the home right yes like if you died your family had your viewing in your home and then they would people also uh, had people also had their own cemetery plots if uh you know most a lot of the time if you had a lot of property you know particularly like farmhouses and whatnot so yeah so so i have a friend uh her name's cinnamon triano she's a great photographer she's doing this series where she's driving around and taking photos of old houses because apparently there's a window in the front of some of these older houses that's particularly designed to fit a coffin through it. So that way you could get the coffin of your loved one out of the house and into the backyard to bury it. Oh, wow. That's neat. And I was having my goth thought of the day today was when Sitar and I were house hunting is one of the houses we looked at. I said, oh, that's a coffin window. And then I thought, wow, it would be cool to have a coffin window in my house. So that was my goth thought of the day. That's pretty cool, Rob. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah, really, really, you, really cool. Did you guys did you guys know the term living room was like coined by the funeral industry in order to like try to um subvert the idea that death in your home is try to create the idea that death in your home is a bad thing and that like you know well, otherwise, family members in your home. Well, otherwise it'd be called a parlor. Would I be accurate on that? I mean, you know, you should that's so, yeah. main yeah, you you would have uh, an area that's a common area when you had to ho- when you're hosting, and that'd be the parlor. Um, I'm assuming yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that makes sense because they call it a funeral parlor, and uh, you know where they show the bodies in funeral homes. So that totally makes sense to me. Uh, I didn't I have a goth thought today. Anyway, no goth thoughts ahead. from top. Yeah. I was gonna say also uh, while we're on random shit oh. that I learned today, I'll give you guys a whole list because I learned a lot today. Uh, I learned that the term master bedroom uh, derives from a racist history. Um, so I heard those. Yeah. Real estate agents are starting to steer clear of the term master bedroom, which is great. If we can avoid anything that's derived from racist history, that's great. Uh, and then seconds after the bird crashed and he kind of ran away in a daze, I hmm. uh, realized that I have squash flowers on my tiny little uh, apartment balcony garden, but no squash. And oh. it's because we don't have enough bees. So I'm going to have to buy a tiny paintbrush and pollinate the male and female uh, squash flowers, which uh, squash plants grow both. So I have a bird story while we're on this topic. I, uh, when I was in middle school, there was a bird inside of my house, like when I got home from school and I was by myself. I had no idea what to do. So I called my mom like all frantically. I was like, there, there's a bird in the house. I don't, I don't know what to do. She's like, get a towel. I'm like, I, it's not doing anything. Like it's just going everywhere. So like I had to go next door to my neighbor and they helped me like <laughs> get this bird out of the fucking house. It was insane. Huh. I'll never was forget it. Did the, the neighbor just throw a towel over its head and throw it outside? I mean, we we just use it like as like like we were both matadors, like swooshing it away. <laughs> like uh, it was ridiculous. It was so weird. 
I'm out of bird stories. Let's move That's on. That's it for bird stories. That's it for birds today. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna go if I treated this. Well, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you one. I'll give you a good bird, bird story. <laughs> go for it. Uh, my family always used to take vacations up to a place called Ludington. Uh, and when I was a child, this would have been, I would assume this would have been in the nineties. Uh, we, we would, it, that was before, uh, Ludington state park had really remodeled itself. So there was this section, uh, where you could fish and you would be basically standing on rocks in this, uh, and, and overlooking this, uh, river that, that ran through the park. You, you remember Rob, would it, would yeah, it be safe to say river there. or Creek? Yeah. It's like a river. It's not there anymore. Um, and, well, uh, they remodeled the whole thing. So it's more safe. It's got like more, more wooden walkways and stuff, but this was like the danger times where it was still cool to stand on rocks and, and fish and stuff like that. Uh, and we were up there because it was like the salmon season, pretty much never caught any salmon. I was, I remember I was wearing this, like, uh, I was wearing a denim jacket, probably jean, probably jean jacket, jeans, full Canadian tuxedo. I was probably like seven maybe at the time. Uh, and because it was autumn, the geese making the fly in V overhead, heading south. Uh, remember I was fishing with you guys, Rob, uh, and, yeah, I, did. I, was and I was standing next to you. I remember the story. Go on. Uh, whole family's there. Uh, and, and there were some kids across the way that for some reason, our family always had this way of like trying to fight with people. I remember that was part of the story was that they thought <laughs> that people were trying to fight these kids across the, they were on the other side of the river from us. And then all of a sudden I like turned my back to those kids and like started to walk to go grab something else. And I just got like hit with what felt like a solid punch right in the center of my back. Wind completely knocked out of me. I am on the ground. I black out. I wake up. I have my face in the dirt, hands in the rocks. I stand up and I'm like, like seven years old. My tiny body just fucking crashed into the ground so hard. Uh, and I'm like crying and I don't know what happened. And people are like, did they hit you? Did they throw something at you? And we take, I take off my, I take off my jacket. A goose had shit from the sky. Like so high up that goose had shit that by the time that it hit me at terminal velocity, <laughs> it was as though I was shot in the back with what? it was it was it was uh it was a fastball to the center of my tiny body. I I hit the ground. I blacked oh out and the wind was gone from me. I had a welt like the size of a baseball in the center of my back. Yeah. <laughs> that, that actually, oh, that actually reminds me, the first, time, the first time I took Sitara up north, uh, I, I was like on a dock with her uh, on, on the Asable River, and I <laughs> shit right on her back. No, I was, uh, I was trying to teach her how to skip stones because somehow she had made it, you know, that far in her life without really learning how to skip stones. So I was like being kind of cool because I'm pretty good at skipping stones, you know, showing off, skipping stone after stone. And one of them was smaller and it stuck to my finger. She was sitting on the dock, like lay, kind of laying out on the dock in front of me watching the stone skip because she was going to skip some afterwards. And I let go of it and it stuck to my finger. And instead of going into the water, it fired directly into her face. And this was like pretty early in our relationship. So I just basically talked to stone. She's a good woman. Four feet away as hard as I could. Uh, It was a really light, really thin stone. So it really just pissed her off. It didn't do any damage thing. But uh, I remember she it hit her and she goes, What the fuck? And I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. And the first thing she said is, I'm going to tell my dad you threw a rock in my face. <laughs> my dad is, is a very large frightening man that owns a tow yard in southwest Detroit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Rob, like, you're saying it would have been better if you would have shit on her back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Have, you know, <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't tried it yet. She might like it. 
<laughs> um, I have to add something that like uh, to view to sorry, not viewers, listeners. Uh, going up north is a colloquial term for Michiganders that we just go from typically southeast Detroit, you know, north towards the upper peninsula of uh, or the up the northern part of the lower peninsula. That's bum, just bum, 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 the more, you know. This has been the most we've sounded like an NPR podcast, except for all the shit talk. Like, if we skip the sh- if we skip the shit talk and the part where I accidentally pelted Sitar in the face of the rock, this is straight up an NPR podcast. So you know, one of my fondest memories, like now that Josh told this story, was was uh, actually on Bablo Island. A seagull actually shit on my mother's head. And I can't believe I remember this. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> now, Pablo Island was fucking great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of all I remember. I remember there were Simpsons characters and being on the Gravitron. That, Josh, that's really it. Josh and I went there. I went there twice in my life. Josh and I went there when we were kids. Josh and I used to share a room. I was probably, I'm six years older than Josh. And, uh, <laughs> I went to Bablo and I was riding rides. I'm terrified of heights. So it really took a lot out of me to like get on these rides. And I was having the time of my fucking life. But I started feeling like sick to my stomach. I couldn't figure out why I started feeling sick. I was like, maybe it's the rides. I don't know. And it turns out like when we got home, I had accidentally put on a pair of Josh's tidy whiteies in the morning. His tiny, like six year old younger than me. <laughs> and they were just really squeezing the life out of my, my cock and balls. And it was squeezing it so fucking hard that it was making me feel super sick. So I spent the entire day at Bobble Island wearing basically uh, some what? kind of torture device on my dick and balls. And I thought for a long time that I would, I had like a uh, motion sickness when I rode rides. You know, I, so uh, this could be like, this could be like memory conflation here. This could be me, me stacking things into it. But to me- my memory of it is that number one, Spider-Man was on the crotch of those, those underwear, <laughs> which adds, th- adds to that moment. And two, uh, uh, two, I remember my memory of it was that you took it off at the park and threw it out of the garbage can. And I, I got very upset because I was like, no, not my Spider-Man underwear. <laughs> I might have popped him up at the park. I might have popped him up at the park. The other thing was I loved the Gravitron. <laughs> so I wrote it like I wrote it like three or four times in a row, which also may have added to the nausea. So imagine the nausea you get from the Gravitron no. plus just oh. basically like being gently hitting the dick and balls all day. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I felt at Bob Island. And if I remember right, there was actually this Christian rock band playing when we were there whose name sounded like Pantera, but I can't remember what they were called. Oh, Creed? Uh, it was probably Creed. No, this was long before Creed. I, I <laughs> yeah, wish I could yeah. remember what they were called. Josh, you know what I'm talking about? I, I don't. Uh, there was like some Christian rock band, but they were like kind of metal, you know? They're like It was like whatever the toughest version of a Christian rock band is, which uh, actually, so Tom, this will lead me to my next thing. Uh, I have been watching the shit out of a show on Netflix. Uh, called uh floor is lava <laughs> and, is that uh, any good <laughs> oh, it's, it's, i mean i literally finished the entire season in two days but not because it's good in the way you're, you're ta- referencing it is not good in the way you're referencing it is uh josh referred to it as having big youth pastor energy which it definitely <laughs> does <laughs> it's like it's it's the fucking cheesiest corniest uh, hardest to watch show i've ever watched and I can't take my fucking eyes off of it. And it's, it's a also, game show, right? Yeah, but like, it's like, it feels like it's fake, but I can't, but like, if okay. it was fake, whoever wrote the dialogue for these people should be so fucking embarrassed. It's like, it's unfucking real. And I actually worked with the host of the show. Uh, hey, here we go. We're not even doing a movie and I got my connection. Um, his name is like Rusk. Rut, I can't say his first name, Josh. Can you say Mark it? Summers? Rutgage, I gotta look him up. It's a name I, for some reason, cannot say unless I'm Dan? reading it. 
Is it Dan? No. He was on uh, Top Gear. Okay. I don't know. I still don't know who you're talking Rutledge, about, but I'm aware of Rutledge Top- Wood. Rutledge Wood is his name. He was on Top Gear. And he's got this, like, awkward, kind of funny, every guy kind of thing. He's like a little Southern kind of twang. And uh, he, like, he's doing, like, America's Funniest Home Video Bob Saget oh. level commentary to people who are far too athletic to be doing as poorly as they are climbing on like these sets that are built over like (laughs) bubbly red dyed water. And there's like some like secret shit you can find in the set that they clearly tell all the contestants about, because there's no fucking way anybody would ever figure out the secret stuff. And it's just like, everyone is like embarrassingly unathletic and acting like they're terrified of the lava quote unquote lava. And then when someone falls into the lava, which I will remind you is just bubbly red water. Everybody goes, no <laughs> and it is a hundred percent worth watching i fucking hate it and i love it so much at the same time i can't remember the last time i hate watch something so hard i don't know if i'm a fan or not of it any i can't tell you where i land on this show but you watched it the whole thing oh i watched the entire season in, uh, in like two sittings but so, i'd yeah, say yeah, it's so, good enough yeah so oh my god i've already forgotten his name um Rutledge, Rutledge, Rutledge. So Rutledge, who hosts it, he is uh, a sponsored person for Toyota. So when I used to do those like Toyota corporate videos where I'd fly to the auto shows and like kind of talk to folks about how they like the Toyota experience, uh, he was at one of them. I got to interview him. He was great. You know, I filmed him live. We did like a quick convo with him. He was great at it. Great guy. Really nice dude. Great with his time. And he was talking about how he was developing something with Netflix at the time. And apparently what he was developing is my favorite and least favorite television show I've ever watched. What's that? Uh, that would be Floor is Lava. Oh, the Floor is Lava thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, yeah, 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 also yeah. to be clear, the, the name of the show is just as frustrating as the show because the show is not called The Floor is Lava. The show is just called Floor is Lava. Floor is Lava. Is lava. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, but yeah, it reminds me of the community episode. They did that. It was a, it was a good one. Community was fantastic for four seasons. No, it was a great, it's a, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really, great, great I can't show. get into it. I think yeah, it's. Uh, is it because it's more visual, or is it because it's just? I don't know. Just I've don't never like seen. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> community was easily one of my favorite shows for like. Community was easily one of my favorite shows for like three years of my life. I love Dan Harmon. I think he's fucking hilarious, even though he is. We won't get into Dan Harmon, but I love Dan Harmon. I think he's very funny. He's uh, he's someone who I think that if I met, he would be a lot and he would probably bum me out. But I enjoy everything he makes. Right. Yeah. I do have a connection to Dan Harmon. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Josh, go ahead. I do that. Kevin Bacon. Uh, no, the EP of Can't See Shit is the, is, uh, the guy who made the documentary Harmontown. Um, because Kevin Bacon's mine to him. Has anyone here met Kevin Bacon? Nope. I just said yes. Have you actually met Kevin Bacon, or are you just saying? Well, it? I've eaten bacon. Oh yeah, that's fair. Oh yeah, that's the other thing too, guys. Uh, still doing the vegan thing. Uh, nice, nice. And it's been real good, real easy. I've uh, I feel great. I've actually lost weight in like five days. I've, I've noticeably oh, lost nice. weight. I can look at myself okay, okay. and I've lost weight. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm eating a lot of like good veggies and stepping up my vegan game. It's a good choice, Rob. I'm, I'm happy for you, man. For real. Yeah, so. I feel great. Um, and, oh yeah, that was the other and, thing. 
In contrast, though, I made ribs today for the first time. <laughs> and wait, hold on, for the first time ever? Yeah, yeah, literally for the first time, I tried uh, barbecuing ribs, and um, they didn't turn out so good. They they were actually very dry. Um, but, how, I mean, did, how how did you cook them? Well, on the on a grill, on a charcoal grill, um, I uh, I wrapped them in foil like for maybe okay. a quarter of the time. I think I'm going to do that for the entirety of uh, cooking it, uh, almost the entirety of cooking it the next time. Did you rub on people? Oh, yeah, you know, I rubbed them good. I mean, come on. Sorry, there's you know, fireworks going on in the background here. I'm not being... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a it's not a shootout right now. It's literally people uh, shooting fireworks for whatever I need, fucking reason. I need you at least because you live in Warren. Um, I need you to know that uh, <laughs> from on our end, it just sounds like you're crumpling foil in the, in yeah. the microphone. Um, or you're, yeah. you're, so, gr- you're grinding a sick rail on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, which I like. <laughs> Uh, so Tom, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a real barbecue aficionado. So if you'd like, I can offer some <laughs> advice on how to get those ribs right where you want them. If you'd like, I can talk you through it. Please. Yeah. Um, yeah next time, next time I'll, I'll have to, have to shake your tree, you know? So there's a big trick that a lot of Southern barbecue spots do. And it's when you, uh, when you lay your ribs out, you, you take yellow, yellow mustard. <laughs> okay. You, okay. First, first you, first you wash your ribs then you dry them off and you cut all the fat off. I don't know if you did all that. I did and that, then, yeah, yeah. then you I marinated the them holes. in uh, I marinated them for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you marinated them. Okay. So yeah, I know that's a trick you I never marinate. What I do is I, I rub the whole slab down with yellow mustard. Okay. And and then I and then I put the rub on the outside of the yellow mustard. Oh, okay. okay. Uh and then I wrap them in foil and I okay. I leave them totally wrapped until they're fully at the temperature I want them to be at. Right, cooked. Then yeah, I yeah. unwrap it and I and I cook it for about 10 minutes longer than that. And I usually try to get the ribs to be between 195 and 205, okay, which is uh, higher than recommended. But that, to me, is when it's at its softest. Okay. And then I uh, then I sauce them and leave them in for about another five or ten minutes. Oh, that, that, that's how I do the ribs if I'm doing them. Rob, you can't have these conversations anymore as a vegan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's suspicious. You know, what are people going to think? Uh, you I'm, know still gonna, I'm still gonna call you when i do this though i mean i'm just saying <laughs> i mean I, I can i can send you some links like uh i, I have some good links for it um yeah, <laughs> yeah. Links. no i have some good links and stuff i can share with you that are um that are pretty solid like cooking shit that i've found that are pretty good like satan and like uh you know new meat substitutes and you know i like, I, I, I like seeding that's tofu. some good stuff yeah. though yeah, yeah, I can. I actually I have found some tofu at the cookout. Uh, myself is it pronounced? It's very hard to find vegan bones to make vegan ribs. <laughs> is it pronounced Seton? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard it so many different times. Satan. I've always felt. Stu- I've always yeah, felt stupid saying it because I think I'm definitely saying it wrong. Yeah, you know, it's a word. It's a word, it's a word I've often avoided. Um, um, if I order it on a menu, it's one of those items I just point at and say this this uh i wish i could point <laughs> <laughs> things are looking grim for you cordelia <laughs> Jeez. that was a really good play on words Thank um, you. you know I'm, getting robbed getting robbed to tell me how to cook ribs is kind of like getting the drummer of uh you know uh uh fucking um the suicide machine to find a house for me tom no speaking also, to that you have also, two houses <laughs> 
also kind of like getting Hulk Hogan to do secret missions in <laughs> Colombia or Cuba for by, me. But, by the you know. way, please tell us how much you enjoyed did you, what, I would say I how, how much did you watch? <laughs> the whole thing. The entire thing. Yeah, you know, I watched it. It was it was amazing. A couple I, I, I won't I won't make a whole thing of it, but a couple uh uh couple observations is um Hulk Hogan carries every female character that has a speaking role in that film. And uh Jimmy um oh I forget or I forget the name. Um Anyway, a lot of people from uh, the WWF or WCW were were in it, so it, it was it was it was bad. I mean, it was just an awful, <laughs> awful movie. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to. I, I I may I may suggest it for our uh, regular you know film watching uh, podcast, but it's a uh, it's free on YouTube. But I mean, I already saw it. Uh, I don't I don't care to see it again. You know. <laughs> oh, there's a sequel. There's also a sequel. So I don't there was know. A series, that Tom. One yeah, so, well, I, I mean, but there's also the films are on YouTube. I mean, I know it was a series, but you know, uh, a sequel did, was made. That's wild. Huh. So they made two films, and then because I know they did a series, but I think it only I think it only actually aired like three or four episodes. I think because I actually remember staying up late to watch the first episode of Thunder Paradise and being stoked because I was a massive wrestling fan when I was a kid. Yeah, I I, I didn't realize <laughs> there was a movie, but yeah, I definitely remember watching the series as a kid. I think it, so I think it was a TV movie too, Cordy. I don't think it was like a uh, theater that makes movie. Sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, at, at any point, did he uh, do any sort of like colossal feats of strength, uh, inhuman feats of strength in the film? And if so, what he, were they? Well, breathing uh, towards the <laughs> towards the beginning, he did uh, with his bare hands. Um, he t- he uh, he collapsed a pier that had um, <laughs> that was about maybe. 10, 15 feet long, and it had like, you know, five uh, Cuban uh, soldiers um, on, on it, and he collapsed the whole thing with his bare hands. That um, is amazing. The, now, the, the, the Super bulk. Shredder did that same feat, so <laughs> if Hulk Hogan was facing down the, su- the Super Shredder from, uh, is that the Secrets of the U's Teenager? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, was that is the sequel. That is the only one we watched on the podcast. Uh, I mean, that... what came first, Hulk Hogan or the Shredder, you know? Yeah, I think really the Super good. Shredder. I think the Super Shredder was actually played by a pro wrestler, Kevin Nash. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. So you think Hulk Hogan gave birth to the Shredder? I think. <laughs> I think. I think the way wrestlers are made is Hulk yes. Hogan. It's it's much like the film Alien or Aliens. Yes, yes, yes. Hulk Hogan yes. Uh, right. is like the uh, the mother alien, and what he does is he goes <laughs> ahead and he plants a lot of these pods Eggs. around, right? But yeah, he plants yeah. them in places where. Uh, nerds who get sand in their face, kicked in their face, hang out. And then what happens right. is one of those one of those uh, unwilling nerds, like a library or like a college, you know, they walk past. Yeah, one nerds. Of these, uh, yeah, we pods. know. They go there. <laughs> yeah, and one of these pots cracks open, and a tiny version of Hulk Hogan with a penis tongue jumps out and just kind of crams that thing right down one of those dorks' uh, throats. And oh, wow. then <laughs> you know, a few weeks later, boom! Right out of the chest comes Kevin Nash. Wow. And that's how that's where wrestlers come from. It's like, watch out, here comes Brock Lesnar and pow, right through the chest. Wow, that's an updated <laughs> reference, Robert. Very impressive. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Hulk Hogan had a black formed. eye. Yeah, yeah. 
As, as a note, does it is it a full Brock Lesnar that bursts out through a man's chest, or is it a is it a tiny Brock Lesnar that grows bigger as he consumes food or, or flesh? I mean, uh, I like to picture like he doesn't just burst off in his chest, like he just explodes, like all five limbs just have to pop off, like head, arms, legs, boom, giant Brock. Yeah, I think it's a, I think I'm going with Cordelia. I think it's a full grown wrestler yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Kicks his, that kicks his way out of a tiny. Fucking nerd. <laughs> I feel they get Nerds. bigger once the louder the crowd uh, cheers. I hear they get, I feel they get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. And actually, I've heard that if someone ever is beating you with uh, an inch of your life, if you kneel down and start shaking your fists and then people start cheering for you, you will become super strong. So that's why Hogan's <laughs> always doing the hand to the ear to get the crowd to cheer for him so he can grow. Yeah. Because he's terrified. Because what he really looks like is, um, uh, he looks like. Uh, do you remember those um, those dish satellite commercials where there was all the different Rob Lowe's, and there was uh, skinny arms Rob Lowe's? Oh and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he's basically in real life. Hulk Hogan looks like skinny arms Rob Lowe, uh, and if he doesn't get enough cheers, he can't open Got a jar it. of mayonnaise. Oh no! Got to have the mayonnaise you know? in wrestling, as we always say. If you don't, if you're not ripped, all ripped up, then you don't get to have any mayonnaise. Yeah. Tear it up, as we always say in the wrestling community world. Yeah, we, we do uh, say speaking, that. Speaking of Hulks and Hulks growing larger, do you remember when they made that, that uh, the Incredible Hulk film that was just, I believe, just titled Hulk, in which the angrier the Hulk got, the bigger he got? Uh, and that, oh, was, that was... That was Ang Lee's Hulk. Uh, I remember, was that with correct? Norton? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that was uh, that was before uh, that was before Norton. I, I, I'm I'm not sure who the the lead was of that one. I just remember that I think scene. Mr. T. So oh, that's right. There was one that starred. Uh, he's a great. He's a very funny Australian actor, uh, but he never gets to play funny. He's always playing serious roles. Mel Gibson. He's very handsome. Oh my God, what uh, is his name? Eric Bana. Eric Bana. Bana. Yeah, yeah. Eric Bana. I forgot about that Hulk. We had Eric Banner as Bruce, as uh, Bruce Banner, uh, as Bruce Banner, as Bruce, Bruce Banner. Uh, but yeah, I just I just remember that scene and feeling so weird watching it in the theater, being like, "That's how the Hulk is." As he's just being shot from all <laughs> angles, getting angrier and angrier, and as he gets angrier, larger and larger, and just punching down buildings. And like, uh, I don't remember anything else out of, the, out of the film except for uh, getting to see what it looked like when someone cuts a starfish open, which bummed me out tremendously. You know, oh. all, I rem- all I remember of that film is that I had a pirated version from somebody taping it in the theater, <laughs> and I only watched like 10 minutes of it. Man, those old pirates, those old pirated versions were rough. Were rough. Dude. I remember I saw, I saw, I saw um, the, the, the first Star Wars movie, as in the first of the prequels, uh, in my band class on the last day of school, someone brought that in and we all watched it on TV and it was rough as fuck. And all of us were like, oh man, that Jar Jar Binks, that doesn't feel okay. That's pretty much all I remember from watching it. And I've actually I've actually never gone back and rewatched it outside of the terrible version I watched because I remember even at like 17 thinking like, this movie is not only not good, but boy, that Jar Jar does not feel like a good idea, does it? Oh, you mean Sith Lord Jar Jar Banks? I love yeah. all the fan yeah. theory Jar Jar stuff because I think can I tell you that I think that like fandom as a whole is so fucking toxic that when something is like really fun, 
in fandom, I latch the fuck onto it. And that is super That's why fun. I'm not a fan of anything. <laughs> I'm a fan of everything. I think everything's oh. great. <laughs> Floor is lava. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm a fan of some things. That oh, is we're true. like the three bears. This is great. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, uh, fandom is uh, is something that that, it, that has like a... In modern times, the problem you run into is that people... Um, people start to like try to take an ownership of things that they are a fan of. Uh, I think, I think, I mean, obviously liking things is good, which is a weird thing to say, but there was that whole time period where everybody was like, all of like the reviews that you would see of stuff was people saying like, your favorite show is trash and here's why. Like that's still a super popular thing to see on YouTube. And like, that was, I I had a phase of that when I was in college where I would just argue with people of being like, no, this sucks. And here's why. It's like but an like, MTV attitude, like, yeah, everything sucks. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. dude, dude, Thunder in Paradise yeah. is awesome. Also, yeah, yeah, everything no, sucks. Dude, everything yeah. sucks was a show I was a fan of that they canceled. <laughs> oh, that's a real show. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was really good. It was about these, it was like about these like high school age kids kind of figuring out their sexuality and who they were. And it was a really good show. What, what was that on? Sorry, we totally cut off. No, it's, a Netflix, it's a Netflix original. By the way, guys, oh. uh, uh, Josh, you, you can leave this in. I don't really give a shit. I just upgraded the, uh, the account so we're not going to get cut off or kicked off yeah i saw uh i got a pop-up for that on my end uh, pop-up video oh man pop, i remember pop. that um, I, lo- I loved watching pop-up video i remember just like stare just bloop, bloop. camping out bloop. on the couch and just watching that bloop. like waiting for certain music videos to pop up as well uh, <laughs> justifying like spending my time listening to music on that i remember god the only one that sticks in my mind was i can't drive 55 had a pop-up that said like actually (laughs) it's like actually you can drive 55 (laughs) something to that effect of like of like actually you should go the speed limit when you're on a highway i was like god at at the time even at the time i was like "That, that didn't need to be said (laughs) <laughs> contrary, to popular, contrary to popular belief it is possible for sammy hagar to drive 55 what? <laughs> actually suggested uh, actually you know what that reminds me of do you guys remember the uh by the way guns and roses is a band that a lot of my friends hate like that i fucking despise that said oh. uh when uh november rain came out i was like this shit's dope and uh there's a scene in that video which was a video i loved very much that was the first guitar solo i ever learned how to play was okay. uh, November Rain's uh, solo. But uh, they're having a wedding and it starts to rain and everybody's like running away to go into the building and some asshole like takes a header through the fucking wedding cake as hard <laughs> as he can. And like, it looked really great, but it's one of those things where if you take one step back and you're like, what the fuck was that guy up to? <laughs> Why did he do that? <laughs> That's super weird you brought up Guns N' Roses. I just watched a... Uh... Amoeba Records, they do like this their own YouTube show. And I just watched a Duff McKagan video. So that's super weird. Anyway. Who's Duff McKagan? He's, he's a, a bass player, player for Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I just think they I just named think actually, Duff Beer after him. Did they actually? Are you, is that true, Tom? Yeah. Because they called him that. Duff McKagan. They called him Duff McKagan, the king of beers, allegedly. So ah. they, that's how they get it from. So. No way. I yeah, never heard that. Absolutely. Yeah. But oh yeah, so I've been looking at houses and I started here and I never got back to so I've been looking at houses with Satara and we've been looking in like our area out here, like West Bloomfield, you know, Southfield, all these places that we like. 
And we, we, we've been looking at all these houses. They're expensive as fuck. And like, they're like kind of a lot. And then today we had a minute where we were like, uh, what if we moved to Warren <laughs> or like nice. Livonia or like one of those places and what we can buy in those places. Of course. Like yeah, yeah. So next level compared to anything I can buy in the area I currently live in. And like, I, I never thought I would say this, but like looking at houses in Livonia and Warren seems to be like the fucking spot. I don't even so know where like, Livonia is. Where is Livonia? It's like, uh, it doesn't matter. Do anyway, it doesn't, matter. it's like eight Whatever. Farmington road area. Oh, okay. That's like where gotcha. Satara's parents live. Um, gotcha. if anybody wants to go find Satara's parents, but, um, yeah, so I feel like, eight- I feel a little attacked, Rob. I mean, I, I don't live in maybe the hippest place or anything, you, you know, but I you mean, work, it's, uh, you, you work there. It makes no sense for me to live there. That's my, yeah, yeah you're the mayor. Like, sure. Of course okay. you work there. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming down on it. I mean, I did, I definitely did not have a great experience growing up in Frazier. Like I'm not going to fucking move to Frazier, you yeah. know? You grew up there. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you grew, grew up there. there. I mean, you I already it. have yeah. the memory, yeah, of all that. So I get uh, it. I mean, I would say additional complaints against Frasier is that the three things that exist in Frasier, as far as I know at this point, are CVS, uh, Shots Market, Shots. and El Charo. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that makes sense. El Charo being the place that uh, has given me the most terribly skewed perspective as to what uh mexican <laughs> cuisine is uh, and not in a way where it ruined other stuff for uh, me it was in a way that like once i tried yeah. uh uh any sort of actual mexican cooking and then came back to el charo i went what the fuck was this did yeah, i yeah, used yeah. to eat it you know <laughs> me and rob had that experience a few years ago do you remember that rob i was right about to say cordelia okay. and i ordered el charo yeah. and cordelia ordered like something called like cheesy nacho or cheesy tostada and Cody was really excited about it. It was literally like a fucking <laughs> store-bought like uh, corn or flour tortilla, like burnt a little bit with like some fucking like a handful of like craft cheese thrown at it. Yeah, it was like craft cheese. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Like, this uh, is nothing. <laughs> God, yeah, I, I had um, I had ordered something and one of the options of sides was what was called cheesy nacho. Uh, and I assumed that was like, oh, it's just the way it's written on the menu. I'm going to get nachos with cheese on them. Right. I received a small plate, and on that plate was what oh. was like a, 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 a crunchy taco shell flattened into a disc. And in the center <laughs> of that disc was some melted cheddar cheese. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I remember like, like kind of what I got. Yeah. So, what do you do with it? I ended yeah, up eating it like yeah. a sandwich. Like I held, I held both sides and like took a bite out of the middle. And was like, I don't know if this is wrong or not. Nobody can be mad at me. El Charo's is basically like white people taco night as a restaurant. It's like, hey, mom's making tacos. She got Dude, the store bought shells and the, and the ground beef. She didn't season it because she doesn't like the spice. Um, and you know, <laughs> melted the craft cheese on it. That rusty Rock lettuce. Cheese. Do you remember when we were traveling when we went out to? Uh, uh, I think it was Pittsburgh, and we Mexican restaurant. That that's literally what it was. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, dude, it was so weird. And it, she talked to us like the whole time. We were like literally the only ones in there. It was yeah. a small town, and like she's like, "Does everybody enjoy your food?" We're like, "Yes, you're yeah, so nice." Right. Yeah, wasn't that like? Did I make? Am I making this up? But did they bring everything on paper plates? Yes, you're totally right. Plastic forks. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I totally it was forgot such about a weird that. Experience. <laughs> It's that weird it thing of like so when you weird. see like a small roadside restaurant, it's either yeah, yeah. the best fucking thing ever or the <laughs> yeah. absolute worst meal you've ever had in your life. There's like no middle ground for that shit. 
but yeah, like it's yeah. so it's so, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah. Like mo- mom tacos are like the goddamn worst thing as an adult that you can eat. And I remember everybody now Charles being like, "This is the best fucking yeah, Mexican food. yeah." Every every like yeah, Fraser yeah. and Roosevelt being like, "This is the, yeah. this is the fucking best Mexican food." And it turns out I literally never had Mexican food until I yeah, fucking yeah. moved away yeah, from yeah. that area. No, it's so true. It's it's so true. I like the old full circle. I, I I like El Charro's, but I mean, I realize it's not Mexican food. You know what I mean? It's not authentic by any means. But uh, you know, kind of go full circle. I mean, I we all used to live in in uh, uh Frazier and um and uh yeah, I, I lived on the same block as El Charro's and those. Oh yeah, kinda, you did. Yeah, oh. and kind of going full circle on that is a house. It was a house, an old farmhouse that had apparently um. It was it was, you know, definitely like used for, you know, funerals and whatever, like house funerals and whatever. So uh anyway, that's stupid. I shouldn't even brought that up. No, it's but cool. No, Tell I, what I it is now. Gonna, I thought, I thought, yeah. I think you're gonna get into the fact that it was uh, isn't it a fucking it's a funeral home, right? Well right now it's an animal funeral home, what we used yeah. to live in. So but it is it was on funeral home property. It was owned by um uh I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I should mention his name, but uh, Jim. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll just bleep the last name. We'll just bleep the last name. It's fine. Yeah. 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 And 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 so, but I mean, you know, I mean, you can kind of deduce it anyway. Who cares? Um, uh, they had a door that was inside of the house that didn't go anywhere, and we were so told, cool. We were told that it was called a ghost door, and it's the same. It's it's not necessarily like a coffin window. But we were told, and I don't know how true this is, we are told that that's where ghosts leave, like spirits in the house, leave the house, um, rather than, you know, them walking out an actual doorway. But, I mean, I don't know how Weird. true that was. And um, it was it was a door that was in the stairway on one of the, on one of the flats between the first floor and the second floor. And uh, it was just a door that, you know, went outside if you were to literally open it, but you couldn't open it because it no was... No uh, way! Yeah, I never knew yeah. that. Yeah. Also, yeah. So, you were just love- gonna go ahead and you're just gonna go ahead and not talk about the coolest thing that anybody said on the podcast all night. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I don't want to seem I don't know didactic in this one. Because all I got is like just <laughs> all I got is just like facts the whole episode. You know what I mean? So anyway, now, uh, also that would, was would that be cool? considered a door wall? A door. <laughs> yeah, I think it would. Or that a would pocket be considered- door. Or door wall. <laughs> it wouldn't be a pocket door, but it would be uh, if there was a door hidden inside the wall. Yeah, it'd be a pocket door. Yeah, a ghost door is like. Oh, Tom, that was your goth thought for the day. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was. That's my goth thought for today. You yeah. did it. Yeah, ghost door. That's also your new goth band, and it fucking rips. Oh my god, I can't wait to play in this band. Whatever you need, Tom. <laughs> ghost door's first album, Coffin Window. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> like it. No, death is but a door. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Josh, Death is but a door. You don't need anything uh, else. It's fine. It's but a window. I am as well. I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. When I was younger, I always wanted to put that on my tombstone when I die. I want my tombstone to say that exact phrase. I want pepperoni. Whoa. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, <laughs> New York City. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Oh man! But yeah, so anyway, Warren has some dope houses, and there's like there's some really cool pockets of Warren that we found, and we're seriously considering buying a house. And Warren, I mean, there's like there's some areas over by like um, 
Chicago Road, where like 13 and Chicago kind of merged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Split. Like there's like a, a really spot, awesome yeah. neighborhood over there with like a lot of parks and like. That's a really good spot, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm finding all these cool pockets. I really love the idea of moving maybe even into Sterling Heights, which is where I actually grew up before I moved to Frazier. Uh, okay. around the around Dodge Park. There's a lot of awesome old houses that kind of back up to the park. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff that I've, I, you know, I was being very like um, close-minded about the cities I can move into. And now that I'm sort of branching into some of the ones that I would have been like, oh, I don't want to live there. I'm actually way more excited about those homes than I am uh, at the, the areas I was looking to live. So, I mean, you know, it's just, a, it just, you know, I learned a lesson today by by looking at a lot of houses. And, you know, nice. price tags change that too. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, that's, that's yeah. the lesson I learned. It's like, I can buy... I could buy right. like a shack in Bloomfield Hills or right, I could buy right. like a mansion in Warren for, you know, the same cost. And and it's not even like I want a giant house. It's just important to Sitar and I that we have a house that has at least two bathrooms and a garage big enough to build a gym in because thanks to COVID-19, I don't see myself ever going back to a gym. So I kind of need to build a home gym. Did, were you just looking online? Were you, do you have like Zillow or something, Rob? Or like, are you, are you so, actually driving? Are you and Sitara driving to these places? Or are you like, oh, look at this. And it has brick. And like, you know, it's like about the rain. And I could imagine myself, you know, being out here in the rain because like we're actually driving here. You know what I mean? Wow, Tom, oh, that was I, a really good sales pitch. I, Tom, I got to tell you, the, the, way, the way that you just described looking at houses felt so much more magical and interesting than me looking at them online and then now <laughs> yeah. I'm mad at myself for not doing that. Throwing like, oh, Zillow man. away. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. just like your general um, thought process of like picturing yourself there, have not yeah. done that once. Like, no, really? Such an obvious yeah. thing. Never done that. No, I just look at Let it. Me lead you through, I let me lead you through another one. This. Let me lead you through another one. Oh, this, this is great. Let, oh, look at this garage. It's got concrete, you know? I could put, like, you know, weights in, like, a bench or whatever. You Whoa. Know, oh, you yeah, know? yeah. See, that, that definitely sounds more like my brain. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I an experience. Like, it's yeah, super funny that I've literally never thought to be like, picture myself living. It's never occurred to me. Like, picture your life when you're here. Nope, not fucking once. I just go, this room's big. This room could fit some stuff. We're good here. Big room <laughs> stuff in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we we've physically gone to some some of these houses. It's it's a little different now. Shopping during this time, you got to wear a mask. You got to put on gloves. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, you, oh, yeah. you you have to you have to sign a contract that says like you haven't been sick, and if you do get sick, you're not nobody's liable. And you're and also going liable, to people's yeah. homes, so it's like I really don't want to look at a house unless I think it might be an option. Like window shopping is kind of off the table now because. You know, like you don't want to be going into any of course exposing yourself to potential right. illness that you don't actually give a shit about looking at. Yeah, of course. So it, it's it's a, it's a lot different. It, it just makes you take it a lot more seriously. Uh, but the Warren houses, like after I drove physically through some places today, uh, Satar and I came home and just kind of scrolled through Zillow and we're like, hey, look at all this stuff here. You know, you could you could do some good shit here. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's a Those fun thing nice looking at house. Those are nice old houses in Warren. That's like down. That's like downtown Warren. I think you're talking about. So I mean, like, and I mean, and and again, I mean, it's Warren. So downtown means like there's like um, a brewery, and that's really about it. But I mean, uh, you know, uh, growing up in Warren, I don't have a high opinion of it, but I mean, no. there are some pretty cool spots. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so. look, the reality of the reality of a house for Satardi is that like we're not super social people and we don't really go out. So it doesn't really matter where we live as long as it's close enough to a freeway that we can go somewhere if we need to. And oh, yeah. it has the amenities we want it to have. Like that's really it. Like I, I mean, really a big issue for me too is like 
Oh, this is going to make me sound like a fucking asshole. I don't want yeah. to know my neighbors. I don't give a shit. Like living in proximity to someone does not mean they're your friend. I think it's that weird. That doesn't weird. I think it makes it more awkward to know your neighbors. Okay. And like, let's I say I make that. friends with a neighbor and I love my neighbor and he's great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he knows when I'm home. He knows when I'm away. Like avoiding this person is going to become a full-time job. Uh, I, you know, I am, uh, not the most social human being outside of people that I've known forever. And I, I just don't feel like socializing. And, and I also have just enough anxiety that if I, if I, I won't just tell someone that I'm like, you know, I won't just go like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to hang out. Like I'm good. Like, uh, cause I'll feel like that's too rude. So what I'll do is I'll just lie and make up excuses and like avoid them. And it just makes me feel badly about myself. And I, I don't enjoy that experience. I appreciate that, Rob. And I mean, I, I really do think that. And and the uh, in contrast, I think it's okay to meet your neighbors and say, "Hey, I'm next door to you." Because in the end, I think we're like we live in wooden and brick tents. Like let's say at like a campground or something. You know, we're just in such close proximity. You know, and you know if if uh, uh, in unfortunate situations, if my neighbor is selling drugs, I want to know about it. I'm not going to rat on them, but I want to know about it and. Uh, just to be sure you, that I I know I'm getting myself into, you know. Well, and you want to make sure that you're not, and you want to make sure that you're not stepping on his business with the drugs you're currently selling. Well, exactly. No, no, right, right. <laughs> I need to know. I need to catch up with the with the Jeffersons, you know. And, uh, Tom, Tom Bestie is not like a Walmart. Uh, you know, he's not trying to muscle out these small time drug dealers with his big drug business. He's trying to let people live and let live. He's trying to. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's just on the corner there passing out those drugs, pharmaceuticals mostly from Tom's house. Well, you know, like they, they say that they're selling that enterprise. I tell them I'm selling that Millennium Falcon. And I mean, I just hope that I get basically more hype because of the you know, the product I'm I'm offering, you know, so. Hyperdrive and full blast. People do like the Millennium Falcon. Josh, how fast can the Millennium Falcon fly? Uh, it can do the Kesso run in 12 parsecs. Is that the yeah, 12 parsecs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I know that? I don't Real remember so many things from guys. my college courses, but I do remember that. <laughs> Real proud of all you guys on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that was impressive, guys. I, I was the parsecs yeah, part, a, but I was I was fucked on the on the name of the uh, the run, <laughs> yeah, the Kessel run. Yeah. Also, yeah. to follow that up, Rob, I'm totally fine with you, Tommy, you know. I just don't want to hang out with you. I just want to let you know that's where we're at in our friendship. I'm totally cool. Well, I would literally tell any of this you guys is, if I yeah, just want to hang just out. Want to let you know. At any time. <laughs> like, that's different. But, like, I, I would if be ghosted. I wouldn't be, I'd be cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. I would be ruder to my closest friends than I would be to a complete stranger. Totally get it. Totally get <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Makes all yeah. sense. Yeah. It's so weird that I want people that I don't even know to like me more than the people I love. So. Well, we hate you too. Is that what you're saying to us? Oh, that's perfect. That's all. That's all I needed. I mean, that's going to make my life a lot easier. Oh. I think it's normal, man. For real, I think it's normal. No, I get it. Um, I get but, it. but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, let's do some final thoughts, some final talking points. Oh, we're not there. An yet, hour on this thing. Let's keep going. <laughs> we're already an hour and ten minutes on this thing, which means we're actually an hour because we probably didn't start for until ten or eleven minutes in. So let's talk about some final thoughts, uh, Josh. Worst candy you've ever eaten? Uh, let's see. There was a, I know that there, I've, I've eaten this type of, there's a type of, uh, it's very popular in, in, in some areas of the world to have black licorice that's just coated in salt to the point of being like how, how a, a warhead is sour, but with salt. Hmm. 
and so you put you would like throw one of these in your mouth and just blow out your taste buds temporarily with salt and then get some black licorice which is a reward only to some yeah you could have left it at black licorice uh, <laughs> no, i think black licorice i, I do not like i do not no, like no, no. black licorice i think the flavor <laughs> anise is not for me in any way shape or form Ooh, i've no, had this no. josh I, I i've had this and i didn't eat the whole thing i spit it out right away um <laughs> i have had this and apparently norwegians or i don't know some sort of like northern europeans love this stuff i don't know i don't yeah get it. uh I, I i know the language uh i did not know the language i know the language was not english the, the package was written in but one of my friends was like hey try this it's it's pretty good and I was like, I know it's going to be bad, so I guess I'll yeah. experience it. Uh, right. I do, yeah. I do enjoy black licorice, uh, especially like oh. um, there's this company that's like a panda. Uh, there's like a panda on the label, and it's like a soft black licorice in a, uh, a one-off package that they usually sell at health stores because oh, Twizzlers. Uh, uh, it's a uh, you know I've never tried the Twizzlers black licorice. This, uh, but if Twizzlers did get a panda, I would support them a little bit more. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> uh, I will say the Twizzlers uh, Poland peel ones were always my favorite uh, of like of of licorice candy in general. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Strawberry. Where, where do you guys fall on on Cadbury cream eggs? Where where do where do you all love fall it. on? Josh, it? Josh, love you know where I land. I'm a I love a Cadbury cream egg. Oh my god, I, I love them. But now that I'm older, I'm a little grossed out by them because like I don't know, they're just a little too creamy for me. It's a texture also, thing or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Also also got a side with Cordelia. Both I've signed with everyone here. This is an interesting thing for me. <laughs> I uh the, the the worst thing for Cadbury Cream Egg is if it has even the, the slightest pinhole uh in the surface of the chocolate, the inside becomes like this uh like the, the this foam type material that you uh Ew. Uh, uh, I, which yeah, is oh, yeah, somehow yeah. worse than the, <sighs> than dealing with like the this juicy. is meant to be a raw egg. Yeah, it thickens <laughs> up in a way that makes it feel hard boiled. Um, <laughs> Weird. <laughs> hard boiled cream eggs. <laughs> the worst uh, candy I ever had was uh, I once had somebody give me a hard candy that was flavored like durian, uh, and I don't know if you guys have ever had durian, but durian oh, yeah. is a fruit that basically tastes the way that the water in like an inexpensive package of ham tastes and uh <laughs> the hard the hard candy version of it makes that last for about 15 minutes uh, that's a great so, description i like that, that is, literally it's like it's like feet it's awful and, and ham water and that's what durian tastes and smells like but if you cook durian if you smoke durian and add barbecue sauce to it it tastes almost identical to pulled pork is it wait is it just a spice or is it the meat or is it the way it's prepared? I don't get it. No, durian is a fruit that literally just naturally, when you crack it open, smells like okay, dirty feet and ham water. Gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, a big melon-like fruit that I think is spiky on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's a, it's it's an Asian fruit, uh, and I know that people that eat it when they're kids love the flavor of it, and people who have not gotcha. eaten it as a child, when they try it as an adult, are, right. are put their mouth in hell. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. It smells brutal. I had a durian popsicle once too, because I went back to it because I don't know why. But I have bought it and smoked it and like barbecue sauced it, and it tastes exactly like pulled pork when you put it on pulled pork. Oh, like you can make okay. it taste like you can make it taste like pork, uh, which is great. Uh, but durian's my thing. So Tom, I was going to ask you uh, if you could be a vehicle, would you be a boat, a motorcycle, or a car? 
Um, if I were to be a boat, motorcycle, or car, I would. I may be confabulating that there's a sequel to Paradise and or Thunder in Paradise. But at the beginning of the film, um, Hulk Hogan has an eye injury, and apparently that's an actual eye injury that he had. And uh, it was caused by when he was backstage at a wrestling match and somebody sucker punched him. So that's a legit fact. Um, but I guess <laughs> in the spirit of things, um, a, boat, a boat named boat. Thunder. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Uh, so Cordelia, I was actually, I've actually been meaning to ask you, Cordelia, uh, if you could pick any one human being Bug. on the planet to Bug. interact with <laughs> just to interact with aliens the first time they land who would you pick uh fuck who would i pick uh probably andy dick i guess <laughs> go on oh. go on please yeah. i mean he's Whatever. a champion i pick him as my champion um he's probably the smartest the toughest the strongest human um his mind is the sharpest um I mean, I don't know why he's not president. Um, he's basically the rock in my eyes. I mean, first off, at this point, I feel like he might be our next president. Second, I would say that Andy Dick has proven without a shadow of a doubt that nothing can kill him. So maybe that is a good suggestion to throw him Absolutely. Have you ever seen In the Army now? One of my faves, top eight. <laughs> Andy Dick's in that? Fuck yeah. Dude, the best pairing in all time, like best comedy duo, him and Pauly Shore. Fucking brilliant. I don't remember that. Yeah. Why don't I remember the co- that? The levels of cocaine on that set must have been so Low. massive. The the cocaine budget on that set must have been like the highest. Lori Petty and Tank Girl was in it. Fucking I fucking love Lori Petty. Yeah, I used oh, to have a yeah. big crush on Lori Petty when I was younger. Big crush oh, because, on Lori Petty. because you're goth. That was my next. Is that a goth? Yeah, I think Tank Girl. I think Tank Girl was definitely like something that that kind of yeah, uh, kind of punk goth. goth. Yeah, yeah, skewed goth. Uh, um, if we uh, if we ever end up uh, recording in the same space again, uh, I do have in the army now on VHS. Nice, love that. Yeah, jo- so jo- Josh, before the world ended, went out to a thrift store and bought so many great VHS tapes for us to watch, and then the world ended. We'll never yeah. use them again. <laughs> it was it was days. It was within right, like two right. days uh, before no everything was shut down. I I went no to this. Uh, I went to the local Saint Vincent de Paul and bought. Thirty dollars. Nice. No way. I, I even wow. got uh, the box set of season one of Friends because I was Sorry. like, maybe bonus <laughs> episodes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, legit. That's legit. But uh, <laughs> they're they they're currently. Uh, I, I have an extensive VHS collection, uh, and they are currently uh, just just kind of wait biding their time. That's very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> uh, Tom. You're a dog, yeah. a cat, or a horse. Which one and why? Oh, horse all the way, man. Oh, wow. Uh, That's quick. I was riding this horse, like the first horse I ever rode as, as an adult. The only first horse I rode as an adult. And this horse was so happy, man, I could be a horse all day. That's so good. You know, not just like happy, just like really like, you know, <laughs> wow, excited happy. But like, you know, um, but, you know, I'd always have a long face. A horse, of course. <laughs> yeah. I've never ridden a horse in my entire life. No, neither have I'm I. I'm terrified of horses. Yeah, they're yeah, scary. Yeah. They're they, got those, uh, they got those dead eyes. But I do I do appreciate and respect a horse. I'm just a little bit afraid of them. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Cordelia, is a hot dog a sandwich? 
Well, it depends on if a sandwich is a hot dog. I mean, it's all how you prepare it, right? I mean, if you put a if you put a hot dog in a hot dog bun, or if you grow up white trash and use Wonder Bread, you know, then it's considered a sandwich, I guess. But if you need to, you know, if you're in a pinch and you don't have any buns, but you just have a hamburger bun, like, is it a hamburger dog? What is it? You know? If, yeah, if they could make a hot dog into a hobo pie, would you eat it? Uh, probably but i'm also vegan yeah. slash just vegetarian veggie dog oh throw my hat in the ring here for this one uh rob do you remember as children making the sandwiches where we would take take two hot dogs cut the hot dogs in half uh long ways and then put them, put them on put them onto bread uh, and then put mayonnaise on top of them to make them into a oh, i mean i i got i don't remember but it definitely sounds like me and I feel like it's somehow also a metaphor for everything I've ever been. <laughs> and now to follow that up, did you remember like cutting a slice in it, same thing, and just putting like cheese in it, like craft cheese? No, yeah, like that was such like, a treat for us, like I cheesy regret- weenies. Oh, you know what I did do is I would take a craft single and just wrap it around a hot dog and put it in a piece of Wonder Bread and put ketchup on it because I didn't like mustard till I was older. So everything I just described is so fucking gnarly that I don't even want to think about it. it sounds red. <laughs> did you like melt it at all or just leave it like that? No, I would like I would like, like warm it up. Put the hot dog till it was okay, hot okay. and just wrap the cheese around it and let the hot dog do its work. So was the cheese melted at all? It would be like. You know how when you would like kind of like half-ass melt um, cheese on something it, like craft singles, it. it would get to it would it was like in between states right, of right, like right. melted and solid. It was like uh, coagulated. I guess that's where it would land. Let's not say that word about cheese. It was, it was like a film. It was like a film that lived on a hot yeah, dog. Yeah. Film. Yeah, that's appropriate. Yeah, I would describe it. I would describe it as in like a, a beach towel that you got, got yourself off with like an hour before, and it's not quite wet and it's not quite dry but damp is not the right word either you know yeah, a little yeah. bit of sand in there yeah. and maybe someone like earlier when they got out of the pool they had like a little snot from the chlorine they kind of wiped their nose on it that's how i would just totally got piece. it yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. do you uh do you a awesome. brief time period where uh <laughs> in, in which hot dogs like became a popular thing to to eat where they had like the prepackaged like bun hot dog in a bun in like yeah. plastic that you can microwave yeah, yeah you just kind of just kind of peeked peeked open that edge right there let her let her get a little breath yeah. in there tossed in the microwave and steamed her up real good i remember those guys oh man uh, i totally forgot about those so I weird. have yeah. something similar. I have the White Castles that are like frozen. They get at the store, and it was oh, like really? it was a total impulse buy. But I tell you, I tell you guys <laughs> uh, and gal that they are just like real White Castles once you microwave. And I, you know what? Yeah, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I'll do you. I'll do you yeah. better. I used to love those. I would say that they are fucking better than the White Castle buy at the store because you know they're made love. Don't agree, they make yes. them fresh at the store? At uh, also, White Castle? Also, real I mean, quick, well, yeah, I while guess. While we're on the subject, Little Caesars <laughs> Pizza Kits, which cost more than a Little dude, Caesars Pizza, so are a hundred times better than Little Caesars dude, Pizza. Dude, so good. Is that right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I was what? all about the, like, the Italian breads, like the Italian seasoning breads or whatever. Oh, yeah. Garlic breads, maybe. I don't remember. But they were so good. They're fantastic. I need to make, I need to make wow. more friends that have kids in elementary school that need funding for things. So I can get my hands on some pizza kits. Although I can't eat them anymore. Dude, Book It. Book It was, uh, I'm not 
Little Caesars. I just remembered, but still, that no, was Book pizza. Book it was the only way that I <laughs> Book it was the only way that I got to have uh, pizza when I was getting because pizza was too expensive because we were yeah, a Little yeah, Caesars yeah. family. So the only way I got Book it was, or the only way I ever got pizza was by reading books, and I thought yeah, pizza tasted way better. Us. So that was the only way I got it. But actually, we're at it. Uh, so I grew up in Frazier, and at one point there was a Meyer that opened in Frazier, and when it was new, it had a pizzeria in it. Really? Oh, yeah. It did, and it was oh, I didn't know that. the best fucking pizza. I remember it being like the most amazing pizza I've ever had, and I can never have it again <laughs> because it closed <laughs> wow. down after like two years of existence, and it was huh. the only pizza my family would order. And we also loved Hawaiian style pizza growing up. I used to love pineapple and ham on pizza, which is something that yeah. everyone makes yeah. fun of, like the pineapple pizza. And like love I it. fucking thought Hawaiian style was like the best thing in the world, and that fucking Meyer still is. crushed Hawaiian style pizza. Is that right? I, I don't like the ham on pizza, but I, I my go to right now is pineapple and jalapeno on pizza. Oh yeah, well, that sounds yeah, good. That legit. sounds really good. Yeah, it's pretty fucking yeah. great. I used to be a big fan of broccoli on pizza, which bumps some people. Out. Oh yeah, dude, broccoli's awesome. Yeah, big Never fan of broccoli it. on pizza. I'll try. Uh, Real quick, Tom, if you could do any job right now in the world, any fucking job, anything, you know, you could use just, you know, everything you need to know and do it. What would you do? Absolutely. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Because, and I'll tell you why, Rob, because what I do is not a job. And uh, I never, <laughs> I never want to feel employed. I don't ever want to feel employed again, because that's the difference between being self-employed and, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but looking for employment, you know. So I am always going to be employed um, and I would never see my, what I do as a job, but as a lifestyle and that's how I would take it seriously, you know? So, so anyway, that's my seminar uh, will be held at the Marriott. That was was beautiful. uh, Thank you. You know, I'm going to be attending that and I'm going to be taking notes. uh, And here's why Tom, uh, because (laughs) you sound so confident and I want to be a part of that. Well, confidence is key, and it's a—it's actually a pyramid that has four <laughs> levels, right? And the top okay. level is confidence. We've already said that, everybody. We've said. Oh, confidence. I thought that was sugars. Did we go through this last week? No, I don't, I don't know. know. Wait, no, that's right. yeah. Everything ends in pyramids. What's going on here? You know? No, wait, no, wait, Tom, no. I, I don't have time to, to, to work my way up to the top. Is there any way I could just pay some money to jump up to the top there? Oh, I'm glad you asked, I'm glad you asked that, Rob. I'm glad you asked that. That's a great question because, funny enough, and I mean, this isn't anything that I'm doing here. I mean, this is all my this is all my supporters. You know, they come together and they say, Tom, what can I do now? And I tell them with a with an easy, if an easy payment of nineteen ninety nine, uh, something something, blah blah blah. Yeah, God, wouldn't that be great if it was that easy? Man, how many payments, Tom? Oh, I don't know, as many as you'd like. You know, actually, the more money you give, the better something something. So, so what if I don't have a lot of money? Can yeah. I just find other people to give me money below me? Well, I mean, um. I don't know. I mean, what he got, really? I mean, <laughs> like, so, like, so, like, like, say I can't, I don't have nineteen ninety nine. But what if I could find three people to give me nine ninety nine, and I could pocket the extra money before I gave it to you, and then maybe each one of those people could find three more people below them to give them each nine ninety nine. Rob, listening. I don't know if this helps, but I graduated high school in nineteen ninety nine. 
It does help a little bit. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and keep describing a Ponzi scheme until you guys all jump in. (laughs) What if I gave you money to get me money? Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. I don't know. I I think. I think this could work, Tom. I think we're on to something here. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think what you're describing is uh, a, a, a marketing system that has multiple levels to it. Uh, oh, like a, like a multi-level marketing pyramid system. Levels. Pyramid yeah, levels. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I want to avoid the word scheme because I, I feel it has negative connotations. But, Never say uh, it. No, no, no. Uh, which is uh, funny because a scheme, what is a scheme really? It's just like a description of like a thing, right? You know, what does the word scheme mean? What are words? Right. <laughs> what are things? You know, yeah, really you think know? about it. So yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway, you guys can email us at Josh, what's the email? <laughs> uh, it's VHS Playback Podcast. Hold on, I think I can actually get legally in trouble. I think I can actually legally get in trouble for finishing this joke. So I'm going to go ahead and stop there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, you guys can email us. No cashier's checks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, I, yeah. Think I, I think I can actually legally get in trouble for finishing this bit. So I'm going to go ahead and cut this bit off right now. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see wow. that. I can see that being misconstrued or, you know, uh, mislit. Being I really misled thought that was, or, uh, yeah. that was just how you were concluding the podcast was just with, with like, anyway, we're, we figured out what we're going to do next. Uh, you can still know, email us. The, the only way that I've ever figured out how to get into heaven is to send two hundred dollars to Tom Busty. <laughs> right. You know, I. You know, funny enough, I actually died and I went to heaven and I wrote a book about it. You could get it at our website. What's that website there? It's Tom dies in the end at vhsplayback.biz. And what it does is uh, it really guides you through the uh, principles of Thomism. It takes you through uh, uh, the Dharma of, best, of bestiaism, and it really brings you right into, uh, you know, we all, what we like to say around here is is we want to be our bestie, and 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 and, and the reason we say that is because when we speak of the great Tom Bestie, or as we call him, uh, the bestie leader we've ever had, when we speak right, of him, yeah. we only do it positively, and and that positiveness uh, rings throughout our bodies. But the only way to achieve true enlightenment is to send those checks straight to. Uh, I'm done. Yeah, Tom, yeah, you infect yeah, us all that's with good. a tomberculosis. Just <laughs> <laughs> remember, if you don't have enough property to, to sign over to me, I can just have sex with you. Really. I mean, that's just it is true. how it works at the compound. That's just how it goes down, you know. It's, and it's the I best mean, way to achieve uh, enlightenment uh, through uh, bestia that I've ever found. <laughs> you know, and, and really... The biggest issue is uh, when the comet flies past uh, the planet, uh, we can all be our bestie by just drinking some Kool-Aid. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I call it bestie juice. Uh, oh, bestie juice. Yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar. They kind of taste like uh, Canberry eggs. So. Isn't it red bestie? Like red bull? Never mind. That, f- that fell flat. Sorry. Continue no, no, on without me. No, continue it, on without me, please. People have often described Tom's <laughs> people have often often described Tom's for Tom's love for animals and horses, particularly as bestiality. <laughs> See, that's good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's enough. <laughs> I don't know. Can I, can I say, uh, uh, speaking of cults, though, uh, there was a cult in the state of Michigan called the the House of David. 
Uh, Are you serious? We missed out. Heard of, uh, that, that, that was recently, right? That was like Are you past serious? decade or something. They were uh, no, no, no. They were uh, they were pretty old. The they're from Baton okay. Harbor, uh, apparently established in 1903. Because I pulled up the wiki for it because I could not. That's recent. That's uh, cool. What but, was their deal? Uh, they're they had a lot of like very uh, orthodox Christian stuff, and of course they got shut down for a lot of problems of having a cult leader that was doing uh, poor things. But what they were mainly known for was that. Uh, because they, because like the only fun they allowed themselves to have was playing baseball they were known as like the best baseball players in in our area of the country and used to go challenge real teams really uh and a lot oh of my like God. uh baseball players of like of that time period got their start with them Weird. Oh my god. And I also know uh part of what made them interesting was that they would show up as like a traveling act and they uh they were playing at the time when uh when it was like baseball was a whites only sport for the most part and they would play with the teams of uh of of black people or or people of color that made up the teams uh and they would bring them with them on these tours they would show up outside of a town and be like hey guys so i know you want us to play and we're just going to leave our bus out there and all our players out there unless you let them play first for the same crowd wow. oh okay uh so, so this actually for, did some good things yeah so it was actually it was a cult that that, that did some some good stuff I, I know that they they also built a theme park to memory what uh that you're blowing my mind what are they exists? called again uh the house of david house of david wow that is so i mean neat. and where can i sign up uh <laughs> well, uh they were destroyed by a sex scandal uh so there's still like surprise a surprise who are into the uh into the cult uh but you know i mean it doesn't have to be a cult to just be like play some baseball with some people go out <laughs> go out and do good things like also also you don't have to be a cult to commit sex crimes that's also a very clear uh very true very yeah. true is, is, there, <laughs> yeah. is there is there ever been a, a a good cult or does cult the connotation of cult always mean bad I think that it's like in in just definition, like cult is from when you go from like a group of people that believe something to like a cult to an established religion. Like I think cult has is like an in between phase. That's it. We're okay. starting a curling team. You know, are we actually going to turn this into the supernatural episode that we said we would, or <laughs> oh, I totally forgot we were going to do that on this one. Oh, no. Now I'm going to have to tease that again yeah, the next I one and do a full Supernatural episode on the next one. Next time, oh, wow. join us totally as we journey through the ghost that. door. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. We kind of were the Supernatural episode. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Can, okay. We, can we just change the name of the pod, pro, podcast to the ghost door and just do all Supernatural <laughs> stuff from now on? This next week on Ghost Door. I would love to do it. We should do that. Next No Holds Barred episode we do, we should seriously focus completely on like all cryptids and supernatural stuff and talk about goth thoughts. And that's, I mean, I think anytime you talk about supernatural, it's a little bit goth. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, I am going to call it a night because I do have to get up super early for work. So I'm going to say I have been Rob Cousinaw. I've been Cordelia Grimm. I've been Tom Bestie. And I've been... I said my name so weird there. I've been Josh Cousinaw. It's okay. Mm -hmm. your, name, your voice completely cut out when you did yeah, your outro. Completely so cut out. Uh, like you already knew that you were gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I, I was, once, I once was Josh Cousinaw.
And this has been Goth Thoughts. I am a <laughs> Goth <laughs> man. Rob does not. Anyway, this has been VHS uh, Playback Podcast. Uh, please email us at Josh, give me the email. Uh, it's VHS Playback Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we'll catch you next time on the next um, the next uh, No Holds Barred, which is No Holds Barred, The Ghost Door. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Okay, Rob, I have a question. Hit me. I didn't think this through. I didn't think, I didn't think oh, to I'm like, just making all these think, up off the cuff. No, no, I, I mean, I didn't think to think of a question for you. Um, 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 uh, um, um, oh, god damn it. Um, Oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm letting I'm letting Cordelia uh, scram- like okay scrambled eggs her brand. or other eggs. <laughs> uh, I would like toss salad and scrambled eggs. Toss salad. They're calling again. <laughs> Good night, everybody. What if we ended the podcast right there? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Frazier has left the building. End of the podcast. <laughs> we never make another. One. <laughs> and I've been Tom Bestie. <laughs> so, yes, anyway. you have.